Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to episode 212, Should I Get My Real Estate License? I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about the subject of obtaining your real estate license. We're going to break it down in three different ways. We're going to talk about it as an investor. We're going to talk about it as a home seller or buyer. And we're also going to talk about it as a career professional or someone thinking about getting into the career of real estate. We'll talk about the ins and outs of it and really kind of let you know why and why you should not get your real estate license. Each person is going to have a different outcome to this. Some people are going to want to go get it and other people are going to say, you know what, you're right. It's not worth it. I'm just going to keep on my path. So first off, before jumping into real estate as a career, you really want to think about it's the right path for you. In real estate, we need to be extremely social and meet with clients when works best for them, which means that we often work on nights and weekends. For some reason, people get into this industry with the idea of limitless earning potential and making their own hours. Well, the first one is real. Limitless earning potential is what commissions allow, right? We can sell multiple homes at the same time making more than one paycheck, so we do have limitless earning potential. But when it comes to the freedom of time, that's an illusion. Why do I say it's an illusion? Well, unless you want to be a really slow realtor, you're not going to have all your clients say, I can meet when works best for you. We're going to have to do some nights and weekends, and we're going to have to work at some times that may not be the best in the idea of family and culturing family and things like that. If we have kids at home, stuff might be difficult as far as just going every single weekend. Other thing is, Real estate's a full-time career. It's a marketing career, really, where we're constantly trying to generate leads and take those leads and nurture those leads to turn them into real estate deals. Without meeting people, being social, being constantly marketing, you're not going to survive in this business. If you think the reason you like it is because you like driving around to pretty homes or you like negotiating, that's a great start, but you have to like the whole entire business, which a large part of it is being social with others and getting involved in the right places. So that way there, you're there front of mind when people come to think about buying and selling real estate, which is what we become experts at. So think about it this way. If you don't like being in front of people, you don't like working nights and weekends, you don't like marketing, you don't like calling people that don't expect your phone call then think twice about real estate because that's what we do every single day. But if you enjoy the thrill of finding homes and helping people find the right home, if you enjoy the thrill of negotiation, high stakes negotiation, this is the business for you. You just got to learn how to generate the business with the lead generation and marketing. So that way there you can be working with a lot of clients negotiating purchase and sales all the time. Now, there's lots of different ways we get involved with real estate, but just remember, it's a career, and it's not just something you get a license and you do onesie, twosie. A lot of times when you meet people doing that, it becomes borderline dangerous for their friends because they don't fully understand the transaction. If they're working under a good broker that's watching over their work, such as a smaller brokerage or boutique brokerage, not too bad, but if they're working for a larger conglomerate and they don't have that oversight, it can be really dangerous for the people getting involved with them because they don't quite fully understand the transactions. Next up, getting your license to buy a home may lead to you saving money when purchasing the home by taking the commissions. That said, there's a lot of work that goes through getting licensed and affiliating with a brokerage. So some people will get their license when they go to buy a piece of real estate. State of Massachusetts, we really only have a 40-hour course, and then the test, and then the affiliation with the brokerage. But that said, 40-hour course, 
with probably at minimum 20 to 40 hours of studying is 80 hours already. Then you talk about driving to and from or taking the online test, printing the license, interviewing with brokers and doing all that. You now have a multi hundred hour commitment. And depending on the person and how much they earn at work, it's something that we need to do a math problem on. Typically speaking, if you're making $100,000 a year, you're making about $50 an hour. So if you use 200 hours to obtain your license, do all the things you need to do, you save to yourself anything above and beyond $10,000 because 200 hours times $50 an hour, which you could have made by working instead of going and getting your license, means the license costs you about $10,000 to obtain in time and energy. Now, depending on the person and depending on how you look at it, it may or may not be worth getting that license to get you home. The other thing is it takes away one of your opportunities to generate and create a relationship with a great real estate agent that could actually help you throughout your entire life. Now, if you meet the right real estate professional, they're a fiduciary, they're a trusted advisor throughout your entire life. And every time you hit the need to purchase a home or sell a home, they're going to help you by selling it for the most money possible, negotiating the best terms possible. So I would say getting your license just to buy a home in the long term may lead to some losses that are really truly immeasurable and hard to understand because you can't see what never happened, but it does stop certain things from happening. Now, lastly, as an investor, it's tempting to get a license to save money on buying and selling process. The problem is this implies that there's no skills or connections needed to buy or sell real estate for maximum profits. Now, you investors out there, you're a funny group. You always want to make the most amount of money off everything possible, which I get. It's the whole purpose of investing. But oftentimes, they get their real estate license and they list their own properties. I see investors that list their own properties with one outside picture. They don't finish putting in the lawn yet. They make it difficult to show. They require accompanied showings and can't always book it because they're busy doing their investment thing. They don't do the full description. They don't take the time to meet with buyers the same way they would. Because remember, when a buyer meets with the person who owns the house versus a real estate professional, they don't feel like they have representation. They don't feel like they have their own way. So these investors get this license to save money. But again, my job all day long as a real estate broker is to meet people both in the idea of meeting people to work for my brokerage and in the idea of meeting people to buy what it is we are selling. When things go up for sale, I immediately have a Rolodex full of people who need or want what it is you're selling. As a real estate investor, you're going to say to me, well, people stop by my job sites all the time. Well, yeah, where they see your job sites. But I am doing a full-time marketing campaign about me, my brokerage, and all my people and all my properties for the past 13 plus years. I have accrued a serious, serious number of contacts that I can call directly about your investment property in order to be pitching them. To take yourself away from this is to limit one major factor of the whole entire equation. Now, I understand this fees, right? This fees, the real estate fee. A lot of people get worried about it because it's a percentage of the whole entire transaction. I get that. But let's both agree that if I get you 10% more and I charge you a real estate fee, the chances are the fee plus the extra percent more was taken care of by the idea that I sold it for over asking. I always say stay in your lane. I know as an investor, you wouldn't be pouring concrete. You wouldn't be doing electrical. You wouldn't be doing plumbing. Just because the state has made it so easy to obtain the license 
does not mean that you're doing the job and that you're doing yourself your best interest when it comes to being the investor as a real estate agent. Now, you home buyers and sellers and you investors looking to get your licenses, I'm not telling you not to. You know you best. But I'm saying measure the pros and cons and understand if you're just spending more time and energy into something that an industry already exists for that is going to help you out greatly and maximize your profits. Thank you guys so much for listening today. If you do get your license and you're looking for somewhere to hang it, please reach out to us over here at Movementum Realty. We're always hiring new and existing real estate agents to grow our team. Thank you again and have a great week.